Remember, whatever discipline you're in, whether you're a musician or a photographer, a fine artist or a cartoonist, a writer, a dancer, a singer, a designer, this is what you should do. Make good art. Hello, this is Creative Soul with our fourth session in February, coming back with the theme Creative Work Balances. We're currently recording at Hongdae uh, Tampat Studio with our masks on, as you can see, on Instagram, Instagram Live as well. For those on Instagram Live, please feel free to ask questions directly by typing your comments or questions into our Instagram Live chat. Also, please feel free to emote using encouraging fa facial expressions in the chat. So before we begin, let us introduce ourselves. I'm Sian, the moderator for February and co-founder of Creative Soul. Um, yes, uh, hello everyone. I'm Soo-young. I'm the other co-founder of Creative Soul. Um, and outside Creative Soul, I work in various parts of um, television production. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited about today's session. Me next, sure. Um, my name is Jack, um, and I am a member of Creative Soul <laughs> and a co-founder of Fame Creators Network. Um, very nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Amelia. Um, I'm a Singaporean working in marketing in a marketing department here in Korea. So, my creative work is mostly based on writing stuff. Yep, that's me. And yeah, I'm also a member of Creative Soul. And also, there are four other members of Creative Soul who couldn't join us today, since the maximum number of people that we can gather right now in Korea is four. We have Ray and Nuri and Saul and Arthur. And oh, Ray just made a comment on our Instagram live chat. She says it's dark here. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, <laughs> okay. We know. Yeah, this is our best. <laughs> but <brighter>. thank you. <laughs> So now to introduce Creative Soul very briefly, our mission statement is to inspire and we are currently in the stage of trying new different formats every month and this time is, it was podcast. For the past three months, starting October in 2020, we've been trying Google Meet with our eight beloved panelists so far. And this time we decided to try out podcast radio with our theme again creative work balances. So now let us begin. So how are you guys? I mean, what did you do yesterday? I got a puppy. <laughs> you got a puppy yes. yesterday? Yeah, me and my wife got a puppy. How old? Eight weeks. <laughs> She's tiny. <laughs> She is tiny. She fits, in, she fits in the palm of my hand. She's gorgeous oh. too. She's a multiple, black multiple. I'll show you guys pictures later, but she's, okay. she's beautiful. Her name is Pepper. We named her Pepper because she's black with a little like white spot, so she looks like salt and pepper. Oh my so God. we named her Pepper. She's okay. adorable. <laughs> okay, now I'm distracted by a puppy. Like, I, keep, I keep thinking, like, <laughs> I keep imagining. <laughs> okay, how about you, Suyoung? I didn't do much yesterday, if I be honest. Um, I'm actually having a time off from my work as well, so... I'm just home. Um, actually, yesterday I came to Hongdae, near Hongdae, not not here exactly, but to just you know meet someone and um, work on some projects. So yeah, um, I'm not that busy. <laughs> yeah, just having chill time. I thought you were working late, like two days ago. I like, think. Yeah, it was like personal project. Oh. Yeah. It's not like work, work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess I have the most boring life. I was at work yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and I was basically working from 7.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. Wow. Yeah, lots of writing because um, my marketing team is really small. We are four people and two of us have resigned. So I'm serving my notice period. <laughs> so, you know, there are only two members left and I have to finish up everything before I leave. So, so now all the work is on you. Uh, I have to write all English texts actually because wow. out of the three members, only two are native English speakers, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the other person refuses to write, so wow. it's down to me. 
I'm so sorry to hear that. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I've just been working a lot. Didn't you move to a new job recently? Yeah, that's why I'm serving my notice now. Oh, yeah. okay. Th- which okay. is why I have to write a lot so that gotcha. I can sort of help the team before I leave. Is it the kind of job you'll need a referral from eventually? So. Uh no, not really. Oh, so but you could just walk away if it gets too yes, much. Yes, but you know, I, I'm just not the kind of person. That's gotcha. why. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I like to always live on a good note. Very nice. Yeah. So the reason why I asked you guys about like what did you do yesterday and all that stuff is because, you know, as you're if you're like working and if you have a specific, uh time set to go to work and then finish work then it's really hard to kind of have and um, have your own time for your yeah yeah for the things that you want to do so then do the do all three of you have like specific children and taken time set or are you guys like i don't actually Mm. i'm i'm a private business owner so i work in actually two different fields but i the the thing for me is i work uh in korea during the day but i actually work overseas technically at night so i have to be awake sometimes u.s time to be on the phone or you know just conference calls that i technically don't feel like i need to be on but i'm required to be on them anyway so even though i don't have set hours if i get a call at 4 a.m i gotta wake up and take that call so that kind of thing seems like you have you have to be like really concentrated and, and try your best to have your own routine set exactly oh. exactly if i if i'm for example if i miss the gym in the morning right mm. i'm there's no way i can say okay i'll go later in the afternoon or i'll go in the evening because there's no guarantee because i get mm. as soon as nine o'clock hits and you know it's 8 a.m on the east coast in the u.s then i gotta be prepared for work at any mm-hmm. time and I can't be you know necessarily in the gym when I'm getting a phone call about a you know some sort of trade deal so like I I if if I miss one thing in my schedule I basically got to pass it mm. and that's it so that's not fun <laughs> and that that takes away a lot of the fun out of my out of my days you know I might want to go and say you know what I just want to go hang out at a coffee shop or I want to go see a movie and then I get a phone call, and I'm I have to let go of the movie, oh, wow. stuff like that. So, then does the time you wake up every day like it depends on your schedules, or do you? Like... It depends on if I got one of those four a.m. calls. Oh. <laughs> if I didn't, then I I pretty much get up at the same time every day. If I did, there's no telling. Mm. How about you guys? Well, before when I was working, yes, I did have those like schedule, mm-hmm. but. At the moment, no, I don't um, have any set schedule. Like, I'm free to do whatever I want to do. Um, I'm kind of like at that, you know, time where that period where I'm st- I'm looking for another work. So I'm looking to yeah move on to the next work, and I'm just having a break, <laughs> you know. So enjoy it when you can, you know. <laughs> and it's actually been quite um, a long time since I like spent this much time in Korea because I've stayed so much time like abroad so yeah right now I'm just doing whatever I want to do (laughs) nice sounds good yeah well I mean technically we have flexible hours according to my company Mm. which means you can you know report to work anytime between 8 to 10 and you can leave anytime between 5 to 7 correspondingly but of course, now we are just reporting to work at 8 and leaving at like 7, kind of. So, yeah, not much time, I would say, to do my own things out of work. Or not much energy, rather, because I guess technically I have the time, but I always feel very drained after work hours that it's really difficult to master that energy to do things out of work for me, yeah. Then what time is it when you get off work and like, arrive home during the weekdays? Um, usually, I will arrive back home like 6, 6.30. Mm-hmm. But you know, even though I'm home, I probably will have to like continue answering some emails or at the moment so management asks to make some edits urgently. Oh. Then I just have to make them and work through the night, for example. Yeah. So work never stops. Yeah, work never stops. <laughs> and then because right now we are working from home, like for now, what we can, 
So that's even worse because they think that, oh, then you're contactable at all hours. We're going to email you and you better read the email and you better <laughs> reply now. Jack just mentioned that work never stops. And I was always curious about if it's only in Korea because you know what people say. Like it's, you know, Heljoseon and the working environment in Korea. It's so intense. But since I never worked like outside of Korea, I wanted to like ask others about the difference between working in Korea and working in Seoul uh, compared to uh, working in other cities. I think it's it depends on the country. It depends on the industry that you work in. Because I was in the UK before I come to Korea, and in like in media industry itself, like especially, I think it's like very like people just don't stop working. You know, <laughs> like filming goes on forever. So like it's like that, but. I think in some industries, like, they have, like, limits and they have set schedule and they don't work more than that. But I think after, what I felt um, after I came to Korea is that it's, like, it's worse. <laughs> it actually is worse, you know? Like, you're constantly, like, asked to stay, um, stay late, stay behind. I think, yeah, I think, I mean... Yeah, it's worse here, but I think it also exists to some degree, you know, in other countries. Before I came to work in Korea, I was actually working in Singapore, and it was never as bad. I mean, of course, there are times where you have to do overtime, but in Korea, I mean, there's the culture where if your boss doesn't come, you should not go home. Oh. Yeah, they think it's um, rude or disrespectful to your superior to leave the office before them. But I always use a foreigner card and I just leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might work by. works yeah. for everything. Yes. <laughs> Same here for me. Um, yeah, I also come from the media field as well. So you know, when I was working at CNN, it really depended on which department I was in at the time. When I worked in daily news, obviously the you know there are set schedules. So you're there once your news cycle is over. I don't have anything to do until I go in in the morning and read the you know AP or read the feeds for the day or whatever, and then my day just starts over. Right, but then when I worked in documentaries, it was a whole different world. And the documentary unit, it never stopped. It never stopped. So when I went home, I had to read, uh, I had to do research. I had to, you know, I was pulling stock footage. I was doing all kinds of things like that. It just, it never ended. But what I will say is the the difference was there wasn't the atmosphere of um, fear that a lot of Korean employees have versus what we have at home. I could call my boss or my, my manager at any time, day or night, if I really wanted to, and say, hey, what do you think about this? And, you know, there was no issue. Or if I had to take a day off, I wasn't afraid to do it. I ha I could do it whenever I needed to, right? There was just more so of a, you know, I know he's my boss or my superior, but uh, more so of, a, I guess, a even playing field, I guess, when it comes to work. And, you know, I hear that's kind of the opposite with a lot of friends of mine who work for these larger companies, especially the Chebo companies. They're like, it's like the army there. You do what you're told, whether you, you know, whether it's during work hours or whether it's after hours and you got to go drink with your boss or whatever it is, you have to do A, B, C, and D. You know, that, that atmosphere is different than anything I've ever experienced. Then since all of us are currently here, like maybe stuck here because of COVID, then how do you guys like try to secure your own time during, especially during the weekdays? Do you have like specific routines or maybe tips that you want to share with others? This also connects to our theme for February, like creative and work balances. So yeah, I'm curious, like how do you guys kind of maintain that balance? Well, you know, because I can't exactly like change my work hours and stuff right now, what I did was to spend a bit more time on self-care. Like I bought a portable bathtub and it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe using too much water, but yeah. That and like scented candles to uplift my mood and give me more energy. And I have, I think it's sort of working. Like I feel a lot more energized these days. Yeah. So that's how I find the balance. If I can't find it in terms of time, I try to do other things to sort of counter that mm, in so terms of energy. Mm, yeah, You're trying your best to kind of secure your relaxing time. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think for me, when I was working, um, I it was, very, it was very random. My schedule was very random. But then um, I, 
I made sure that when I wasn't working, I rest and I have like time to do what I really want to do. Like I love traveling around, but obviously you can't travel around now. But I've been, you know, driving around to places and, you know, just expose myself more to the to the nature and the new environment. Um, I did it con- like consciously. I had to put in some effort to do it. For me, it's it really does come down to scheduling. Even though I can get, you know, for what I do, I can get called at any time, day or night, any day of the week. I usually reserve one day out of the week to try, like really try in all earnest to just shut everything else off. You know, so like I know, for example, Sundays are generally just days that I spend with just my wife. That's it. And it just became habitual, like not habitual. It just became kind of a thing, a pattern that people started hearing me say, hey, listen, is this something I can do on Monday? Sunday is the day I usually hang out with my wife. Right. That's just that just became known by people. So now when people call me, oh, hey, Jack, I need to do this by Monday, but um, I know you're not going to work tomorrow. So if you could do this for me tonight, it would be helpful. So people kind of know that that boundary is set. Um, so that's so that's one thing. The other thing I, I do is I have to take on, on occasion like mental health breaks <laughs> so where I just disappear. And so some of you have experienced that. I'm not I disappear on occasion because I actually have to take mental health breaks, you know, without getting into too much detail about my my own personal life. I I have to I'm one of those people that if I don't, then I can physically get sick. And I tried to avoid that <laughs> at all costs. <laughs> and I don't want to get sick. So, you know, I, I'm really, really big personally on um, on mental health and trying to, I guess, encourage other people to realize that, you know, sometimes you can be doing too much mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with, you know, just stepping back. As long as you can take care of your basic responsibilities, if you have to step back for a while, don't be afraid to do it. You don't have to please everybody or anybody else. You just have to take care of yourself if you need to. Um, so that's something I had to learn over time and through pain, you know, through going through stuff. Um, so that's the other way I'll do it. I'll, I'll take a mental health break when I need to, when it's necessary. Well, speaking of boundaries, do you guys think the boundaries between work and your own time like do you prefer it to the boundaries to be really vivid or do you prefer a lifestyle where it's kind of mixed and all that because well the next question that I was actually going to ask was when do you feel most creative but then Jack started talking about boundaries and got, I got kind of cut off with that as well so yeah you guys can either uh, tell us about when you feel most creative or the boundaries like and or yeah so when you feel most creative and if the boundaries between work and your life kind of disturb that time i i think i feel most creative when i'm not doing anything like literally no thoughts and when i'm like stuff like at times like when i'm in a shower or you know like when i'm not thinking about my work or like anything um it's this is like scientifically proved actually so like there's a study there's a really famous study in neuroscience and they say that um when they've looked into brain scan of people um they gave puzzles to solve to the people and um they found something very interesting because we usually think that in order to be creative you have to like you know do something you know do something creative or you know you have to absorb their inspiration so you just watch stuff and yeah but actually um when they stopped when they had a break from the puzzle that's when their like brain was most creative it was it was lighting up in the brain scanner i'm like that too like i i feel like if i'm stressed with work then i can't really think like in a creative way like i can't take i i'm you know i think i'm more willing to you know take risk uh, when i'm um when I'm happy, when I'm mentally secure, when I when I feel good, there's no stress. So like I think definitely for me, like I th- I prefer to have boundary between b- between that between work and and the time alone. Same here. Like it's a it's a preference, right? I'd love to have that boundary again, according or based on the the businesses I, I operate. I can't necessarily do that, so. You know, I've I've had to leave a movie theater and go take a phone call and things. I've had this kind of stuff happen. And, you know, 
so I sometimes don't have a choice. But of course, if I if I if it could go my way, I would definitely set a clear boundary, um, and so people would understand. It's just I, it's impossible for me. Um, and as far as you know, feeling creative, I'm I'm the same way as Sue. Like if if I'm not doing anything at all, and the times when I'm just sitting down watching TV, for example, and just being brain dead, and just literally watching whatever's in front of me, I might suddenly not be watching it and just zone out and just be deep in thought and be inspired by something, you know, or it could be, you know, I'm just waking up or for me, actually, it's just falling asleep. As soon as I start falling asleep, for some reason, I think of the most the most awesome stuff and I'm, I have to wake myself up long enough to write it down before I go to sleep. So you like that, too? <laughs> That's exactly what I did yesterday night. Like. Sometimes I like there's so many thoughts in my head, especially right before I go to sleep. Then I just have to like wake up and turn my phone on and write it on notes. But then the thing is, then the next day, sometimes I don't get what I wrote. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're both good and bad sides. But. but that's why I started keeping a journal personally mm-hmm. for that very reason. Because I, you know, I don't, I'm not the type of journalist, oh, today this happened and today that happened. Mm-hmm. I'm more so. I write down my ideas, right? So I'll, I literally just dump my brain from A to Z until I start falling asleep. <laughs> no, and I don't delete anything, no editing it. Like if it comes out jumbled, if, the, if I misspell something, it doesn't matter. Literally, as it's coming, literally just typing, just going crazy to literally dump my brain and get all the ideas out that I have before I fall asleep or usually until I fall asleep. I think that's that's a very, very healthy way to, to really feed your creativity for whatever reason like whatever i forgot which brain state it is but whatever brain state we go into just before we fall asleep is the same brain state that we go into when we're in the shower right we're most theta forgot which one it is but um during that time they say that's when the body actually allows whatever to happen that creates that, that fosters creativity and so it's during those times that it's very, very helpful to just start writing. Start if you, you know, write by hand, then fine. If you type, whatever, but just dump your brain out. I think that's the best thing to. That's that's what's helped me a lot. I think I think what you mentioned was that. Um, so there's like three different systems of cognition in psychology and in neuroscience, and they say that it's an executive attention network. Basically, that's when you um, do like your main task when you're writing an email, when you when you're working, and then it's salience network which is basically um, you're aware of your surroundings. So you're watching Netflix, so you're doing, like you're writing emails, but you're still aware of the room, like what's going on around there. And then I think it's default mode that you're trying to talk about. That's when you're like, you're, your brain is disengaged with other stuff. And studies show that people are most creative when they're in their default mode. So that's why people say, like, you know, it, it helps when they do activities that, basically disengage their brain like exercise like workout go for a walk well for me i'm i i would classify myself as a recovering workaholic (laughs) i genuinely enjoy my work (laughs) and like so i've always preferred having sort of like a work-life integration rather than like having clear boundaries per se because even in my regular life sometimes i will let's say watch something and oh this is going to be great for my next campaign and it's something i'm trying to I guess have boundaries for because you know not everyone is very appreciative of <laughs> my work and my time. So I guess especially in Korea, people sort of expect that you are going to be working all the time. Mm. And so since coming here, I think this is where I started having a mindset shift that I shouldn't continue working like that. Well, it seems like the moment in your daily life when you feel most creative, it, it really depends on each type of people. But then, well, where do you guys get those creative ideas from? I mean, it could be, as Suyoung mentioned, it could be just in the shower or it could be actually from TV or something else. I think, yeah, I think it's just who I am. But like, I... I um. I think I get loads of inspirations from like new environment when I travel to different places. I think, yeah, um, that's where I get inspirations from. And like, there's really, um, I don't know whether it is well known, but um, there's a famous uh, English writer called Charles Dickens, 
I think, yeah, he wrote like Oliver Twist, The Great Expectations. And he basically um, did not work afternoons. <laughs> like he wrote stuff in the morning, like early, like just before n- noon. And he was just basically walking around London like the entire afternoon. And he said that it's because, you know, that's him lost in his thoughts while he's walking around, meeting new people, going to new like new new locations. And when he came back the next day, he had loads of ideas. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I I think I get loads of inspiration from traveling around new environment, new locations. Yeah. New people. Anything, literally anything. It could I mean, I could be walking down the street and I see a new road sign, right? Because something really, really that we might miss. And perhaps somebody put a sticker on that sign and that inspires me to say, oh, you know what would be cool? This, you know, if we did some sort of marketing campaign where we put stickers where they shouldn't be, you know, like, I don't know. It could literally be anything at any time of the day. And um, I think, I don't know, that's that's. This very broad answer, very vague answer, but I mean it. Like, it could literally be anything that inspires me. But music, I guess, would also be my primary. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a visual listener, so basically I, I can kind of disappear into a song and see it just as easily as I can hear it. And that often gives me, you know, a lot of inspiration as well. Yeah, I mean, similarly, <laughs> it's just everything. I don't have, like, a one thing in mind. <laughs> But yeah, just everything in my daily life. One thing interesting for me was that Jack mentioned about, you know, like taking notes and like keeping a journal. Then do the other two of you guys have like a specific way? Like how do you organize and kind of keep all those ideas that just like pop into your mind right away? Because, you know, sometimes ideas that can be there, but then once they can be just gone, and you can't remember it at all? Uh, I basically just send Kakao Talk messages to myself. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I <laughs> There's a way to just keep it there. <laughs> I do that too. I thought it was Sometimes. only me. <laughs> I do that too. Just in case I forget later on. <laughs> well then, how do you guys keep up with the creative trend? Because you know the world, well, it's funny for me to say because I'm the youngest here, but with the world and the technology, it's just changing so fast. And for me, I am a late adopter. So, for example, Clubhouse, you know, everyone's using it nowadays. But I can't, for me, it's so difficult to adapt to that specific new trend. I just try everything once. Like, um... I, for example, when TikTok, I don't even know if it's still the hot thing or not, but I had, I made like three TikTok accounts, like right when it came out, just to see what it was about, see why everybody enjoyed it. And I got lost in it for like three days. It was fun. But then I realized, "Eh, I'm not really this type. (laughs) This isn't for me. And so then I moved on. Clubhouse happened. I didn't, I didn't get an invite to Clubhouse, but I watched it. I mean, I've watched YouTube videos with the celebrities talking and stuff, and that's fun, but I don't think I'm going to get into that one either. But I literally just try it when I see it. And if it's if it's for me, I just did the same thing with Instagram. You know, I Instagram was one that I actually liked. I, I, you know, my hobby is photography. So, you know, I could find all the photographers that I like and found so many new photographers and everything and just could enjoy that atmosphere. But that was just from trying. You know, so I'd, if I see something and say everybody says, hey, this could be, you know, this this is the new thing. Oh, what is the new thing? Try it. Nah, not for me. Or try it. Hey, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think I'm like that too. Like I'm similar to Jack as well. Um, and I I watch loads of stuff. Um, just so that like I know what's going on around the world. Um, um, and especially because the industry that I work in, it it does require um me to kind of like keep up with the trend. So like even if it's not like my my type of you know the contents i i try to look at it i try even if it's you know something that i don't really like i'm not really interested in i still watch it and i still try like like clubhouse like i i did try it but you know just like jack i don't necessarily prefer it um because i'm not using iphone so i didn't try clubhouse and for tiktok i did like install it and uh, did scroll through a bit and it just, yeah, I'm also not that kind of person, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I do know how, I do know how friends who are really obsessed with TikTok, by the way. But the thing is, they just basically 
use the TikTok account to create the videos and then post it on Instagram. So I still watch, I still manage to see it somehow because they just cross-post it on Instagram because that's where most people are, at least in terms of our age group, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think with most of the social media, like I do try just to keep keep up with others, but like I'm not that kind of person who really, you know, enjoys um, going on social media. Speaking of new apps, like one question that I'm really curious about these days is that, for example, Clubhouse again. But I like her, the reason why I first got to know Clubhouse is because the other people around me tell me to. But then, you know, there are so many different new apps coming out every day. Then, do you guys are are you a type of person who finds that app first, kind of like discover it first, or just hear from news or hear from others and kind of go with the tra- trend and just try? I usually hear from somebody else. Yeah, yeah I don't seek out necessarily what's the newest i used to actually i used to try to figure out what the newest apps were but i usually i have too many apps on my phone now (laughs) as it is so i don't need to you know try to find anything in particular but you know i for example i I might ask somebody else to say hey do you um oh what what app is that that you're using to organize this and that and they say oh it's notion and then i go and learn notion and now i'm i use it every day notion is um yeah, it's it's like an organizer. Yeah. It's, it's it's like a I don't know how to describe it, like a mini personal operating system. Mm-hmm. So for my for my day, I have I wake up, I can see everything that I wrote that I have to do. My to do list is on my first page, mm-hmm. and then I have my workouts on my on another page where okay, today's Monday. I can see I have to do this, 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 and this, right? And so I can check each one. So it's really just really just an organizer. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really nice. I'll show you guys later, but because I highly recommend it. I'm actually <laughs> I wish I wish I could get a sponsorship from them. <laughs> 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 My father-in-law introduced it to me. He's he doesn't use it, but he's heard about it. He said, "Hey, this have you heard of this app called Notion?" I said, "No." And then I watched like a YouTube video or something, and then I said, "Oh, this is awesome." Then I watched 10 more YouTube videos, and then now I use it every single day. So I recommend that one. Isn't it like similar to just a regular scheduler or like a calendar? It's, it's completely different. No, it's imagine you, whatever it is that you want to make, you can make it. So like I have a list of all the books that I want to read on there, and then I have notes. It's like I create a spreadsheet on this one page. And then another page, I have a checklist. And then another page, I have all the places that I want to photograph in Korea. Like, it just, it helps you organize your thoughts. It's just a personal organizer. But it, you can do really any and everything on it. I really love it. Ray, Ray actually just mentioned that it's a database meets notepad meets planner. That. <laughs> what Ray said. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> she said she, she loves it and she'd also like to get a sponsorship. So, <laughs> Like mine. Sometimes me and Ray think too similarly. It's weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like having two Rays or two Jacks, you know? I'll say something and Ray is automatically like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I talk too much. No. Nah. Nah. But other, Probably yeah. Keep up with creative trends. Trend. Yeah, yeah. That's where oh, we're at. <laughs> How do you keep up with creative trends, though? Because, you know, you... Talked about, but you basically called us old. And so (laughs) what about you as someone else from the younger generation? How do you keep up with creative trends? Well, the thing is, I can't keep up with the creative trend. That's why I asked you guys, you know, for tips. Oh, but one one new (laughs) thing that I'm trying recently is because um, I have this new habit of just typing the keywords in the app store Mm -hmm. because... Before, like, you know, I usually download a new app based on other people's recommendations. Mm -hmm. But then, like, I thought that, like, oh, maybe this cooking app can, you know, later I can make this cooking app. But then once I type, like, cooking in the app store, it's already there. And there are a lot of people already using it. So, yeah, I think I'm trying to just type or just research whatever keywords that pop into my mind and then see what others have done so far. To kind of keep up with the trend, yeah. <laughs> have you ever thought about doing a mind map? My map, like draw. So basically, you have, or like it's almost like a Venn diagram, even. Yeah. 
But like you have, I want to do a cooking app, for example, and then you just leave it there. And then if you have another idea that you have, you write it on the same page. And then as you describe each one, see which ones intersect and see mm -hmm. how you could combine your ideas. And then that creates something totally new. So whenever you're thinking about a new idea, try to write everything on the same page and say, okay, this piece can fit here and this here, this here, this here. Mm -hmm. And it can make one single idea, singular idea for you. It would be pretty helpful for you, I think. Mm, that's a great tip. <laughs> Comes from being old. Because I am old. I, I've accepted it. I turned 40 this year. In about four months, four or five, I don't know, June. I turned 40 in June. Oh, June. Yes. So I'm also um, a June baby, oh, but I'm not 40. I'm oh, you're also <laughs> I'm in June as well. My birthday's in June. Nice. <laughs> June babies unite. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Gemini, so we always have bad rap. This is a very dangerous conversation. <laughs> awesome. It's almost time, but we still have just a little bit of time before we move on to our final question. Do you guys have anything that else that you want to talk about before we move on? Hi, Pepper, if you're watching. That's my new puppy. <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. Um, I think, you know, with the topic of work-life balance, I just want to kind of reemphasize the, the importance of um, accepting where you are at this stage Right. So, for example, somebody who, for example, you call yourself a workaholic, recovering workaholic. Right. But there are some people who take that way too far mm. and they're not able to separate their lives, right. their their personal lives from their work lives. Mm. And so what ends up happening is they end up getting swallowed up by their work. Yeah. And that's, that's what I realized, which is why I'm recovering from that. Thank you. Because it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I, I want to be a million out of my work. Right. I don't want to just be work a million. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Because yeah. I think we all know those kind of people who can't separate. So they're constantly talking about their work mm -hmm. no matter where they are. You know, you try to, hey, let's just go out for coffee. And then they're talking about their job the entire uh, time because yeah. they don't have anything else outside of it, right? Right. I think it's very important to accept and acknowledge where you are in that in that phase of your life, especially if you're younger and just, you know, kind of getting into your career. It's very easy to get absorbed into your work life um, and it can be become habitual. Right. You becomes something that you think you have to do in order to be successful. Um, but those of us who. You know, I'm not saying be lazy. I'm not saying do the polar opposite of it, but I'm saying like find that balance, accept the, where you are. But if you like to go to the gym, go to the gym. If you like to play basketball, go play basketball. If you like to draw, draw. Make sure you do that thing that you always would have done anyway mm -hmm. and still enjoy your job. Because if your job controls you so much that you can't enjoy your life, then to put it bluntly, that could kill you. That's very dangerous. That's very, that can be physically, you know, damaging to you, or it definitely will be mentally damaging to you, which then can be physically damaging to you. So if I can give any advice to anybody out there, find the balance. Make sure you enjoy your life. Make sure you do the things that you would have done anyway outside. If you didn't have a job, if you had all the money in the world and you could just enjoy your life, make sure you put that into your daily rhythm, into your daily schedule to maintain some sort of mental health and, and allow you to then grow and enjoy your job, enjoy your life. I, I agree with him like so much, like like so much because um, especially our generation, there's a reason why it's called, you know, the burnout generation. Like people just exhaust themselves. They, they treat their energy and their brain as if it's infinite. Like they feel like they can just work relentlessly, but it, that's not true. Um, it's, it is finite. It's far more finite than, you know, that we can actually imagine. Um, and, I th you know, it's like a phone battery, you know, like you have to recharge yourself at some point once you're once you're like exhausted. And I think, you know, those things that those moments that you try to recharge yourself, I think those are the moments that, you know, maybe those are the moments that creativity and inspiration hits you because, you know, like you will have to take a rest. And you will have to, you know, de-stress yourself. And, yeah, so I think it's very important that you have balance in how you use your energy um, into your work and your creative work. I really agree. <laughs> the keyword <laughs> burnout generation, because, well, 
since we have some time, um, I had the first burnout uh, last year in 2020, uh, summer, and it was just my first time that I didn't want to do anything. Like, I didn't even want to eat. Like, I didn't even want to meet other people. And, well, I before that, I actually was the type of person who my friends, like, say, do you have, like, 10 bodies? Like, how, how do you keep so energetic? But then I enjoyed that. But after that burnout, like, hit me, I was like, oh, my God, I just... I I don't I didn't want to like be awake from sleep so I sleep a lot but then my body's still tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so speaking of mental health because I think we all agree today like we all mentioned that kind of keeping your health not only in terms of physical health but also mental health is really important for uh balancing that uh balancing your life and work. Then do you do any of you have like a tip or something that you did in in the past few years to kind of get out of that burnout and well yeah to kind of something that helped you a lot to recover it could be like really small thing walk away learn to say no mm-hmm. that's my my first burnout personally came from the fact that i have trouble saying no sometimes mm-hmm. right i i i It might be something that somebody I really like or admire asked me to do or asked for my help with. And, you know, whether they're paying me or not, I know it's just not something I really want to do because I just don't have the time and energy. But I used to have trouble saying, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that, I'm sorry. I would just say yes and then add that on top of all the other things that I would do. And, you know, you do that continuously, you end up with no time at all and, of course, no energy. And... So by learning to say no and learning to back away and learning to you know walk away when you ha- when you can, then you'll be able to I guess save your energy, save some time, and you know save yourself. I, I, so learn to say no, and learn when to walk away. Yeah, I, I really agree with that because I also have trouble saying no, and um, well basically last year I, I was also burned up because of work, right? Because I had to keep doing work with, in such a small team. And I was doing basically three people's jobs. But th- every time we asked for more help, like manpower, they wouldn't give it to us. And I was like, okay, fine. So I just kept doing work day in and day out. And I could it got to a point where I really couldn't take it. So I just told my boss, you know what? I'm taking two weeks off work and I'm not going to reply any of your emails. I'm disconnecting all my social media accounts, like work accounts, and you cannot reach me. Like I'm really taking these two weeks off. Like Please don't disturb me. And I just went like on a vacation, the domestic vacation. And it was great. Like, I really felt very recharged after that. So yeah, I think really just taking a like a two-week break from everything really helped me. Some of the best vacations I've ever had were actually cruises. Because mm. when you're out in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> you can't do anything, there's no yeah. phone signals, <laughs> right? And internet is so expensive that you don't want to pay for it. <laughs> So then you're forced to be disconnected from everything. Those are some of the best vacations I've yeah, ever had because all I could do was just sleep, eat, and enjoy myself. I didn't have to worry about checking on anybody because I couldn't if I wanted to. Yeah. So I <laughs> disconnect <laughs> is very important, yeah. I think. Although now cruises are kind of dangerous in COVID times. Yeah, don't do it now. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it now. But 2025, I'm on the first boat. <laughs> first Why boat. 2025? I don't know. That's just what I'm I mean. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Sia? I always try to prioritize um, my mental health. Mm-hmm. Like I try to make more decisions that prioritize my mental health and what I want um, more than what other people want. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, just think about what is best for myself and not be apologetic about it. And I think it it took me a while to realize that. <laughs> But I, I try to do that, um, just, you know, having time, my, time like off for myself, um, saying no, um, yeah, just trying to prioritize myself, like not other people. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> she was lost in thought for a second. You mean I can say no? <laughs> really? That's a thing? I do know how to say no. Okay. <laughs> Well, for me, like, even when 
that burnout like hit me, I felt like I have to recover very quickly. Like mm-hmm. no one around me was pressuring me or anything, but then I felt like, okay. So the first thing that I tried was I'm going to give myself one week to do nothing. But then that like setting that specific period pressured me. So basically I was just pressuring myself. So then I started doing just even the small things that I just want to do right now. Like it could be just playing piano or it could be just taking a walk. But then something that I wanted to do, not like something that others didn't ask me to do kind of yeah so giving me like that range of freedom kind of helped me to recover I guess but it took like one month so yeah (laughs) it takes as long as it takes you know it's not something Mm -hmm. that you really can put a timeline on it takes as long as it takes Mm -hmm. sometimes you know when we're like working a job and we get a vacation they say okay you have maybe one week or two weeks or in in korea three days you know Mm -hmm. like (laughs) and you're supposed to take that time out you know to relax but then you can't because during those three days now you have to go see all the family that you couldn't see while you were working (laughs) and you have to do all the things that you had no time to do during before and then you have to try to squeeze in some time to relax so you buy a portable bathtub or something like that and just sit in it for hours (laughs) And by, by that time, you have to set your alarm to go to work the next day. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it takes as long as it takes. That's why I think that those of us who are in the creative industries kind of have an advantage over other people. Because, for example, if we don't, if I don't want to, well, I should say, if I eventually want to work for myself, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm in the creative industry, I can figure that out, right? right? But somebody who's a steel worker has to go to a factory somewhere or has to go to a company somewhere to do it. So those of us in the creative industries, you know, stand strong, do do whatever it is that it takes to, you know, maintain your level of creativity and, and your passion for your creative business. Um, because if you are working a job and you do get burned out, perhaps that's something that you can lean on, you know, afterwards. You can take two months off if you have to and then um, paint for a living. Find a way to, you know, become a muralist. I don't know, whatever it is that you re- what you want to do. You know, you'll be able to fall back on that. So keep it going. Don't burn yourself out at your day job. Okay, shall we move on to our last question? Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> um, is there, are there any, like, creative practice or routine you guys are trying recently? Something that you want to share with others, share with us? Or even if... Well, calling it like a routine or like a practice sounds very... I can't think of a word. It sounds too called tongue it. What? <laughs> it sounds too big. It sounds like something um, or any new thing that you're trying recently. Routines are good, though. I mean, don't let's not be afraid of routine. That, that's a, a good thing. Uh, I can't say new, but I, I have gotten back into meditating daily. Mm. And, you know, just not only just to clear my mind, but really to kind of think about, I usually I try to meditate in the morning to think about whatever it is that I have to do for that day in a clear way, with a clear mind, clear head. You know. So it helps to alleviate anxiety about whatever my to-do list has on it. So you know, I'm, I'm able to be clear. So that's one thing I've gotten back into recently is meditation daily. Anybody else <laughs> as crazy as I am? <laughs> well, I'm trying to get back to dancing. <laughs> Oh, nice. Pole yeah. dancing. No, not pole dancing. Oh. Because <laughs> I, I don't have a pole at home, I'm, unfortunately. Otherwise, I totally would. something but... that we don't know. <laughs> because last yes. meeting, Rhea, she talked about poles that she learned pole dancing yeah. before. And then Nuri, I think, she was like, can you show us? And then she was like, I, I don't, don't have, have a pole, pole in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just you know, K-pop dancing. Um, because cool. those are things I can just do at home. Because I realized I really miss dancing. But I mean, you know... K-pop dance studios here are really expensive, mm. really expensive, and they don't teach the dance. I wanna, t- I wanna learn because they only teach all the very new dance. But I like older songs, so I just self-learn by YouTube. Very nice. Yeah, thank goodness for YouTube. YouTube University. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think when it comes to me, I th- um, there's nothing special, but like 
Yeah, I've been I've been meditating for quite a while actually because well it started because of my you know because of anxiety stress and all that but then yeah I've been doing it because it's really helpful. I use um, an app. Uh, I don't know whether you've uh, you guys heard of it, but like Calm Headspace and all that. I, I use that to to um, to guide my meditation. It's it's really helpful. I do it you know before I sleep and after like when I wake up in the morning. And it's been really helpful in clearing my mind and, you know, starting the day with a fresh, fresh mind. <laughs> yeah, so basically our supposed creative routines are to not do anything creative and just relax. <laughs> it's, because, it's because the more, I, I, I always feel like this, the more you try to be creative, like the more the, you try yeah. to be like a original thinker, you will right. never, you will never actually be one of them. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so that's why you should just, you know, do what's best for yourself. Mm. You know, like take care of yourself and... Um, you know, be you, not like, not like, not try to be creative like others. That's not creative, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you ever try to write a paper in school, yeah. right? And you have to follow these guidelines and and this and that, right? And how difficult that is, because you have to figure out how to formulate this paper or whatever, right? That's one way. And then flip it. You haven't. You ever have an idea that you just can't stop writing about, right? We're just flows right you don't have to think anything it just whatever just flows down the line of the paper that's that's creativity (laughs) that's the difference the other one is math basically it's being formulaic even even if you're writing it's mathematics but creativity just is flow it's just flowing out of you like that that's it's there's a huge difference in those processes and one happens usually when you don't expect it It's, it's one i think you just can't force it Okay, then sadly, it's about time for us to wrap up today's conversation before we get kicked out from the studio. (laughs) Thank you for those who joined us through Instagram Live. And we also thank you who will be listening to this through Anchor FM. Thank you so much, Suyoung, Amelia, and Jack, for your interesting conversations today. And updates on our next session in March will be shared on our Instagram at Creative Soul Sessions. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.